Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, and this is The Rollback. This week, folks, I'll be covering uh, Liam Neeson's latest effort from Netflix, The Ice Road, or AKA Liam Neeson, Ice Road Truckers Edition. Probably should have called it that. I probably would have watched more of it. That said, the synopsis for this movie is pretty straightforward. After a remote diamond mine collapses in Manitoba, Canada, uh, it's up to one trucker to lead a rescue effort to try and save the miners. Um, they drive over a frozen ocean, and there's a lot of convoluted good stuff that happens that kind of doesn't, doesn't. This is very much a movie of two halves. Um, quick rundown of the cast. Uh, we have Liam Neeson as Mike McCain, obviously our lead protagonist. We also have Lawrence Fishburne in this playing Jim Goldenrod. Uh, he's kind of the Nick Fury in a sense. He's the one that assembles this team of truckers to try and get these parts over to save the, the miners. In addition to that, we also have Ms. Amber Mithunder, who plays Tantu, uh, a Native American who's also a freedom fighter, who is also a badass truck driver. I like the character, to be honest with you. And lastly, we have Mr. Marcus Thomas playing, and I'm, I'm sorry, folks, by the way, I keep messing that up, so that seems like I'm saying it really slow. It's because I keep slurring the words. I'm not drunk, it's just early in the morning and I'm tired. Um, and he plays Grady McCain, uh, Mike McCain's uh, younger brother who has PTSD from the war. Um, Mike's character is actually taking care of him. Uh, not that said, this is very much a movie of two halves. The first half, I really enjoyed actually. Um, it, it, there's a brother relationship between Mike and Gertie, which they play with a lot that you actually get a feel for. I wish they had done more with that actually in the second half. but. In the first half, you get how much he cares about him, how much he loves his brother and takes care of him. In the first five minutes of the movie, after the mine collapse, they both get fired from a job because someone, I guess another truck driver that was bullying Gertie calls him a, and this is not necessarily the most PC language, bear in mind, uh, calls him a retard. And Mike decks the hell out of him, as he should. But nonetheless, they get fired and then they're on the road. So they do take on this dangerous mission. Uh, and again, they, their relationship is so sweet. You see how much Mike cares about his brother. You know, they're, they're close. And oh, I enjoy that. I like that. Um, in addition to that, after the mine collapses, they realize, okay, the only way to save these guys is we need to get these certain machines to this certain part. And we only have a limited amount of time. There's 26 miners down there. They have a limited pocket of oxygen. You know, best case scenario we have 30 hours and that's it, which means that their only real option is to drive over the frozen roads five weeks after they were closed, you know? So I don't know how much you folks know about trucking. I know a little bit because of my father, um, driving over, driving a normal car over an ice road is dangerous and terrifying. So imagine driving a truck, imagine driving an 18 wheeler over a frozen lake and hoping that that holds you up. That is terrifying, that is tense. That provides me with plenty of tension in this movie to start. Um, uh, in addition to that, there's also tension in the mine, you know, minor, you know, they're, they're with the inspectors kind of wondering, one, why were the methane, uh, the methane uh, sensors, you know, why were they turned off? Why, why weren't they using them? In addition to that, there's also a very strong uh, possibility that the 26 of them will die well before, you know, it, there's tension there because they're also considering, should we eliminate some people? Should we eliminate the people that are injured? Now there's more oxygen for the people that are still there. There's very much, it gets very Lord of the Flies, which 
very goddamn enough. Like, I, I expected there to be tension. I didn't expect them to turn on each other so goddamn fast. But, I mean, death does things to you. What can I say? Um, there's also tension uh, on the road. And to me, the best tension comes from the elements. You know, you, I was nervous seeing the the ice cracking and then watching them go onto the road. That that just gave me tension right then and there because I'm like, ah, they're going to die. It doesn't. It's not normal, you know what I mean? Um, now, cards on the table, the effects are not amazing. They're not, I'm sorry folks, they're not. This is very much a step above, you know, sci-fi and their original movies, but not as great as a Hollywood, not even like a Hollywood B movie. You know what I mean? It, it's very much there, it's in the area. Uh, but that's okay if the story holds up. But then, but then, there's the second half of this film. And the second half is kind of where everything goes off the rail. So in the second half, it's revealed that the like insurance guy that has to go with them on the actual truck, he's actually a bad guy. And he allows bad things to happen. He's trying to sabotage them. Um, one of the big problems I have is Lawrence Fishburne's character gets killed off at about the halfway mark when one of the trucks goes into the water. To which I'm like, oh shit, like they're already getting rid of one of the trucks. Like we're only halfway through the movie. We still have a long way to go. Oh, there are stakes in this. Um, I didn't appreciate his death though. I, I thought they could have uh, played a better tension game. Have him survive, but his leg is completely mangled because it was tied up in like some uh, nylon tether rope thing. Have him be in like extreme pain, but he lives and he's in the truck with them trying to get these uh, parts out. In addition to that, the lake begins to crack and Liam Neeson has to pull some crazy Fast and Furious flipping the truck shit just so that way they won't die. And then they manage to actually flip the trucks back over, which I fucking was not expecting at all. Um, but anyway, so apparently there's an evil corporation. They turned off the methane alert so they could keep the miners working so they could make more money. Folks, methane is dangerous. Um, and then it's, it's weird. I feel like Mother Nature could have been just the villain in this movie. There wasn't really a need for generic evil corporate bad guy. Um, I would have preferred it if, you know, the elements were the enemy, the animals were the enemy. I mean, damn, the gray. Like, put some wolves out there, freaking polar bears, black bears, something. I'm sure Manitoba, Canada has some kind of dangerous creatures out there. Sick them on these people. Um, the action sequences are fine, but again, just so convoluted. Like, they were not necessary. This is not fast appearance. And I can appreciate Liam Neeson is still an action star. In theory, he doesn't have a lot of hand-to-hand -hand combat, but he's still an old badass. I can appreciate that. But it just, it felt so unneeded. Um, it feels like a 90s movie. That's not always the best thing, though. Um, so that said, you know, in the end, obviously, the miners are saved. Uh, obviously, you know, they do get the parts there in time. And... The most unrealistic thing about this movie, the company CEO that actually allowed this to happen uh, actually fires like the, the head worker, the, the head manager of the area, and he gets put in jail. He, go, he goes to prison. That's probably the most unrealistic thing about this movie. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Folks. Now, uh, that said, score for this movie, I'm going to give it a C-. minus. Um, it's kind of meant for Netflix. If this is one of those movies that was not uh, created to be, um, this movie was not created to be a blockbuster, you know, release in major theaters. This is a Netflix movie through and through, but 
you know what? Well deserved. Uh, this feels like the kind of movie that a lot of people would watch, especially truckers. Um, it just feels very America. And okay, cool. I'll take it. This was a fine hour and a half. I just wish that they had developed the brothers' relationship more in the second half. Uh, why? Because you'll find out when you watch the movie. Find out when you watch the movie. Um, also, PSA, just because I know a little bit more about this subject than I think most people. Um, PSA about trucks. Stay the fuck away from them. If there's a lot of space in front of an 18-wheeler, especially on the expressway or on the highway, leave them. Give them that much room because that's how much room they need to stop. They can't stop at a goddamn drop of a dime. And if you cut them off and they have to hit the brakes, there's a very good chance they won't have enough room to slow down. They might run your ass over. And I promise you, an 18-wheeler will destroy whatever car you've got. That's my public PSA. That's my public PSA. This was the rollback. Uh, if you like this, please like and subscribe below. Uh, please tell uh, other people about our channel. If you're listening to us via podcast, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Um, and thanks for joining us. I'll see you all next week. Later. Oh, and actually, we might have a surprise for you tomorrow. We'll see. Probably, maybe, probably not, but we will. We won't. We'll see. Bye, everybody.